Australia. Good evening, America. You're back on Radio Tony, and this is a conversation with Kez, my beautiful co-host, Kez Wickham, St. George International, best-selling author, and I host a show every time this week where we talk to interesting people about their writing exploits, mostly. Now, for those of you that are listening live on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, we have the gorgeous Peo in the Philippines ready to answer your questions, take your comments, and respond to anything that you might be interested in. A uh, Another um, place where you can find information about our beautiful guests and all of their connections is on RadioTony.com. So on RadioTony.com, you will find under our guests, particularly under Kez and my show, you'll find the links to all the people that we talk to. Uh, This show is obviously focused on interesting people and their writing or their books. Now, a little bit about my co-host, Kez. She is the driver of her own creativity and her passion is to inspire and nurture others to tell their stories. She Her values are simple. When you touch a heart, you can change a life. By encouraging you to write or journal, her belief is it will add value to your life and hence why we do a show each week talking about that. Now, our beautiful guest today is Christiana Tudor from New York and she believes that when good people make good money, they can do great things. She's a successful author, entrepreneur, philanthropist and investor in early stage companies and her goal is to inspire women globally to stand for themselves and not to waste energy trying to validate their purpose, their sense of being and worth. Every woman stands in her unique and special merits and abilities and we are not measured by anyone else's yardstick. Uh, Christiana's favourite quote is, magic is believing in yourself and if you can make that happen, you can make anything happen. Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. Uh, so today, both Kez and I are really excited to have Christiana on the show. She is both a friend to uh, both of us and she's also working with Kez currently at the moment. Now, Uh, We're going to talk to Christiana about all her life and her journey and what led her to be doing what she does now. So, Christiana, I'm going to start off our conversation today. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me here today. It's such an honor to be here and serve your audience, inspire them to become the best version of themselves. Christiana, 
Have you always had a passion for inspiration or did it strike at a certain time in your life? So I have always been driven by my passion. So I started out as a social media specialist. So started working um, with a lot of doctors and entrepreneurs and innovators and industry disruptors towards campaigns to support people, to educate them so that they can make decisions um, and Mm -hmm. take um, steps regarding their health and well-being. So with that said, you know, I was orchestrating successful campaigns, award-winning campaigns. I was getting, you know, international recognition for everything that I was doing. However, I felt that it was not enough. That was not my, my purpose because to me, what was more important was that people had to know uh-huh. unleash their potential. And just talking about various medical conditions was not supposed to fix the problem because I always look at why. Why yes. is it happening? And why is it happening the way it happens and not the other way around? So I always look at the cause. Either I talk about a medical uh-huh. condition or not. And so to me, it was so important to help others understand their whys because I have been able to find my why and thrive. And so I wanted to help others find their why and thrive in life and business. Yeah. Because I have always considered that certain medical conditions really come into our lives, you know, and and we get that diagnosis. Sometimes, you know, it's painful. Sometimes it's it's that word that we never want to, to hear, but it happens. And so you stop for a second and you, you start asking yourself questions. Why? And I have a, um, bachelor degree in journalism and I have a master's in rhetoric and, um, you know, logic and epistemology. So to me, it was so important to take a look at the root cause. And so yes. I that the moment you are not following your passion, you're not doing what you are supposed to be doing. You don't have a clear mission or maybe you have it, but you don't follow it for various reasons. That's a sign that the body is sending you through pain or a medical diagnosis, a medical condition, that you're not on the right path. You're not doing uh-huh. that. And so, you know, I, I started writing about it as social media posts. And then I realized yes. that, you know, this, this wasn't the best way to go about it. So I have, you know, upskilled. I have, you know, leveled up to storytelling because mm-hmm. I thought if, okay, that- if I have a story, if I have my why, other people have their whys. And so why don't doctors or, you know, the clients I work with, why wouldn't they have their whys? Yes. And so I started documenting myself and started having this new approach 
talking about my why, right? Like from my client's perspective. Why? Yes. Why am I doing what I'm doing? So that people can resonate with my message, with my story, with my purpose. And that way, I'm not going to chase money. I am chasing greatness. And then money follows. And so that approach really took me years because I couldn't find the right path. I couldn't find the right medium to communicate Mm -hmm. these things. Just wanted to help others understand this. And so... Christiana, is that what led you to Kez? Kez, is that how you and Christiana connected in that storytelling space? I think so. If I remember rightly, I think so. It was... um, I, I realized after, just after a conversation with Christiana that she did have a very poignant story to tell. Um, but one of the questions I'd like to ask Christiana is, um, you, you say that you are a best-selling author and that you have written a book. Can you tell us um, the name of that book so that the, the listeners can look for it? So... The book that I've written, um, in fact, the first book that I wrote is in Romanian, you know, the country that I'm originally from, Romania. And it's a book that I've written with interviews um, to support children who were very, very gifted, but were not having enough funds to support their um, talent. So either we talk about art, painting. Um, and so I've, I've written that book and then the book sold all over the country and the funds that were um, raised supported um, these children. So that So I did that when I was 20. Um, you know, I was very, very young at the time, but um, my goal was to help. And I knew that my gift, the gift that I have to write, because I love writing. I love writing content. Either I talk about stories, I talk about posts that go across various social media channels, but I love writing. And so I wanted to use my hands, my brain, and my heart to support this incredible um, mission that I that I knew I was given. Okay, and so when, sorry, but when when you have your um, when you start your writing process, um, for me it's like um, it normally comes to me in my sleep or when I'm daydreaming. You know, TV's boring and my, my brain just just relaxes and. I get these ideas. So how does your writing process or how does your writing process begin? Is it planned or is it um, written out or is it, does it just come into the into the mind as, as you're thinking about writing? So it's very complex. It's a mix of various aspects. So I read, um, And many times I look 
at art, paintings, sculptures, um, photography. I go a lot in nature and I take photography. It's not for the purpose of sharing in social media. It's just for inspiration. Um, and many times what happens is I have that seed, that idea in mind. And it takes a while to see it making, right, in the making. So it takes a while. Um, and I would feel the stages until it comes out uh, <laughs> as an idea so that I can start journaling, so that I can start writing um, about it. So I, before I start journaling, I have this meditation philosophical process to articulate my vision for the book. And then I start journaling. Then I start um, articulating, you know, in drafts, what I want to say, um, the main ideas, my goal, my vision for the book, and what it is exactly that I want to share, because everything that I want to share has a clear purpose. So it's not for the sake of having, you know, 10,000 words, but it's rather with a clear meaning because I want to touch lives in a way to build legacy. So that's how I go about the, the process. So Christiana, it, it, when you write, it always has some sort of, um, initial vision or purpose. So you you write with um, the end in mind. Is that what I'm hearing? So yes, my everything that I write um, has a purpose. So either I talk about healthcare, right, or you know about my clients, or I talk about myself when I'm writing a book. I always write. Mm with a clear purpose in mind. And that's what I'm teaching to live purposefully and write as such. So all my content, all my posts really have a purpose. Because I'm telling the story. If I don't have, you know, a call to action, you know, visit the website or do this or do that. But I've expressed there a story Mm -hmm. with some elements And these are generating emotions. So I'm not writing because, you know, the day was blank and, you know, I had nothing to post. But I'm very, very meaningful about what it is. Right. So I was sharing the other day in social media about a powerful conversation that I had with Cass. Now, what... I didn't want to reveal at the time, but I'm going because I wanted to keep it for today. Um, yes. I, have, I have never shared it anywhere, um, but yes. I keep it for today um, just for this special moment. Um, I have once a week that special time with guests. And yes. it's not just about coaching to express my story in a way, you know, to write a book um, in a better way. But she is 
empowering me in a way. And I'm going to be very honest with you. I started crying and I had goosebumps. And I burst into tears because she empowered me in a way to be able to articulate that part of the story. I am going to share with you what she told me. So, you know, she told me, you are so good, like you are good at what you do. And I said, yeah, yeah, I know I'm very good at what I do. Um, But, you know, sometimes I don't take that time, you know, to really realize, okay, I'm very good at what I do. You know, I, I celebrate some milestones, but usually that's, you know, towards the end of the week or towards the end of the campaign. Yeah. But, and I told her that. And you know what she replied? She told me, no, you got it all wrong. Mm-hmm. Your work is... that Ken's wisdom. Yes. <laughs> you... Your work is not amazing. Yes, you do things right. I know. But you are amazing. Yeah. As a, as a woman, as an individual. Yeah. And as a whole. Yeah. So that moment created a breakthrough. So what was it about what was it about what Kez said that that generated that high level of emotion Christiana Because I always see myself from the impact that I'm making into people's lives so I always see yeah. myself okay I'm very good at what I do um, and I know what I'm doing and I you know provide results and that this is that but I have never thought to say I am amazing as a woman because I see myself as a value through what I do. So because yeah. I'm valuable and I work with high-level professionals with authentic yeah. Professionals and ethical professionals. Yeah. I have that confidence. I know what I'm doing. I'm very good at what I do. Because that's my definition of someone who brings value, massive value. Mm. However, the piece that was lacking, though, was myself. As a whole, because you need to be amazing as a human being, as a whole, yeah. to be able to deliver what you deliver. I mean, what I deliver. And so yeah. I never thought about putting it the way, you know, cast it. And she just. I want, I want she, to meet this woman. I think she's marvelous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How marvelous you are, Kez. <laughs> there isn't <laughs> Look, any doubt to, about to, it. To reach, to reach um, the level that Christiana's at, you have to be ready. You really do. All my writers that finally, I say, take that big breath and look at yourself. 
they have to be ready because, you know, we are taught from a very young age to hide our special things, you know, um, whether it be treasures or whether it be our personality. Uh, Tony, you and I are in that age bracket that we realise that we don't have to hide anymore uh, what we bring forth to the, the public. And uh, Christiana's reached that a little bit earlier. Um, you know, there's there's definitely a, a, a fantastic age. There's an age bridge right now happening between the three of us. And yes. um, I reached at a very... I got busy. I got busy with motherhood and everything. So writing and work, and I see that you did too. And we forget, we forget that the work we put into other people actually tells on them, not on us. We walk away yeah. and we think, as Christiana started to cry, I really upset her. What have I done? But then she told <laughs> me what the impact of a few choice words. And yes. When Christiana's writing, um, Christiana, if if you had the um, if you had the opportunity to see that the people that you have impacted uh, with your writing words, uh, people that have read your book and thought, "Wow, I can do what she's doing," because that's what most of us go through. We think, "I either want to be like her, or I can do that." Um, the sad thing about when you get that question in your head is, "I can be like her," well, you can't. Because I'm me, but that's right. you have to look at you have to look at the impact that you put you, not anyone else, but the person standing in your shoes. Look at that impact that you're leaving behind. So I was, I was, um, I was a little surprised when yes, you cried, but I do have another question for you. And is <laughs> what age group? What age group would your book attract? So, you know, I think um, any woman between, you know, 20 and, you know, I would say 55, um, because I feel that um, we as women are growing and either we Mm. discover um, this incredible potential that is within us you know when we are very very young um and we are able to to get that inspiration and that motivation or we can you know do so later on in life but as long as we are able to discover it i feel that that's not a waste of time and energy um every time you're pursuing the magic so i have a a very dear friend um, you know, Annie, Annie Gibbons, and she keeps talking about, and I love this philosophy about magic transformation, to be more, to achieve more. Mm. And that's something that, you know, that magic, because we can create our own magic. Of course. Time, mm. We discover our potential, but we follow our passion. Sometimes, you know, it may be scary. Sometimes it may be, oh, I don't know what's next. I don't think you need to know what's next necessarily, but you need to guide yourself. Mm. Yeah. Let yourself be guided by your emotions, the, the emotional intelligence that, that you are creating you are building and you are cultivating 
on a daily basis. And the emotional intelligence becomes higher and higher um, the more you pursue your passion and that magic within yourself. Do you feel that within the writing world that um, the actual communication skills has become lost within the writing skills? So what do people prefer, digital or, or uh, words and books? What are people preferring these days? I think um, people tend to prefer um, the digital communication um, and not writing the full word, um, misspelling words, you know, abbreviations and all this. Mm. But some people, I think, really felt the need to come back to smelling the pages of a book because oh there's nothing like it there's nothing like that is there what do you think tony i think that um so as you girls probably know i'm a huge fan of audio i like to can i was a voracious reader as a young person i read everything that i could get my hands on i had bookcases full of books but as I've gotten older, I actually like the I like to have the words in my ears. So I'm an audiobook consumer, and I tend to buy my books um, from so that I can listen to them. But as Kez says, there's nothing quite like the smell of a new book and the paper as you flick the pages open and uh, and devour a book um, and. I think that there will always be books in whatever capacity, be that e-books, audio books or paperbacks. I don't think they're ever going to go out of fashion, Jez. I think that humans are connected by stories um, and, and we are storytellers at heart. I don't think that's going to change, Christiane. It, it, that storytelling component of our psyche is going to be there for forever, I think. It just okay. may be that we change the way that we hand that off to the younger generations. Mm. Yes, I, think, you know, I agree. They will, they will um, eventually you know, come back to paper. Um, because that experience really allows you to meditate towards certain concepts, really come back to it and absorb everything like a spouse. So it's it's a it's a unique experience that I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, there's in the uh, in thinking about adult learning as well. There's a connection between writing down uh, notes. And um, and reading back so that writing, reading uh, is an important part of humanity. So I, I just think that we just, even in a digital age, we still need to encourage people to write down and write their stories because they're important. They're the way that the future generations will look back at this generation and see and remember what... Uh, what we did, what we thought, uh, writing is a way to generate that vision of that time and place, be it 
fictional or or real, uh, it conveys, it takes you to a certain point and you can, in your imagination, see that point and feel what that person is feeling, etc. So it's very valuable, even in the digital age, Kez. And I know Kez is getting more and more busy helping uh, prospective authors and authors to write their stories. Christiana, your um, focus is, of course, a lot on the social media. Do you find it difficult to condense what you're trying to write about into the different social media formats? Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The platform that gives me issues (laughs) in that regard is because it has um, that limitation. So I... Um, you know, whatever I want to add, I do it in comments. Um, so people know yeah. that and they, you know, they, they follow through. But um, generally, it means the world to me every time um, I get comments saying, I didn't know that you saved my life. I'm going to do something about it. Or, you know, I, as a result of what I've read, um, I went to the doctor and got, you know, a screening and I, you know, got a diagnosis and, you know, now I got something in early stages or I, even better, I thought about preventing it because I feel we need to prioritize our health and well-being. Absolutely. Because if we do, Absolutely. we cannot empty, we cannot pour from an empty cup. We need to take care of ourselves. That's right. Not Take your power back. Mm. That's my. That's why um, one of my focuses is working with um, doctors, and then I work a lot with empowerment um, specialists uh, globally. So I, um, you know, through what I do, I feel that I, I fulfill my mission, and I nurture. Yeah who I am and my becoming. So that's very good. Really, you know, um, helped me understand who I want to be, but most importantly, why I want to be who I am today. And that's important. So that and enhance Christiana really has these resources from experience, you know, have an over 11 years experience in, in storytelling and social media and over 15 years, you know, overall that includes media production. I started out yeah. that as a radio producer. So to me, it's important to, to find my why and be on the path and you will feel it because the moment you are not, and you get out of your alignment, just like with your body, when yes. you get out mm. of the alignment, you will feel it. Is the mm. same yes. thing doing what you're doing. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I just want to inspire other people to um, really dig in, dig deep into their diagnosis, into their life, into their patterns, into their habits. I have a book coming um, up at the end of next month that is all about, you know, the number one habit that allowed me to thrive in life 
and being in business and really allowed me to chase greatness. And so, yeah. you know, the book is, is called One Habit and, um, you know, it's, um, I'm about that, but I'm going to expand um, that in the, in the book that I'm currently working on that is going to be, you yeah. know, um, soon enough, right? Um, but I'm going to talk about how important it is to embrace everything that you have gone through. Either we talk about yes. social abuse, either we talk about, you know, unpleasant experiences, either we talked about yes. toxic, you know, individuals, so the professional level that I had to deal with that were undermining me for various reasons. But I have embraced that. And now, guess what I'm doing? I avoid doing that because I know how it feels. But I have been able to attract some of my clients experienced the same issues. Yes. Because I've been there. I'm able to serve them at the highest level. Because I, I'm not, it's not just that I know how it feels. Yeah. I know how to deal with it. And with that said, I know that what I've gone through hasn't been in vain. Because now I'm able yeah. to give a helping hand to other women, you know, who just don't know how to eliminate the emotional abuse that they are enduring at work. Yeah, that seems to be being affected by that. And so now they're trying to open their own practice to thrive. And so guess how I feel? I'm replicating what I've done for myself. Yeah, yeah. There seems to be, um, I know in Australia at the moment, it's quite a topical conversation around women and bullying because we're seeing some of our very high-profile women suffering at the hands of being bullied and, and it's quite public and it's quite evident for those of us that have been bullied in the workplace mm-hmm. before. Why do you think that we have such an issue with bullying, uh, Christiana? Just to, to deviate a little bit from our topic topic today, um, it seems to be really prevalent, uh, prevalent, and it just it doesn't seem to be resolving itself. So I think the first problem is um, comes from discrimination. Um, so I still yeah. feel that women yep. are discriminated. I was. Um, still learning that in Italy there has been a, a sports competition recently, um, and they had two hosts, a lady and a gentleman. Yes. The gentleman yes. was paid one hundred euros more for the same type of work, just to make a point. Mm. Yes, feel that you know some people have a certain level, right, of expertise, and they can do things until a certain point. That's what they can do. That's their limit. Now, the moment someone who's competent enough to break that 
limit, to break that barrier. Yeah. Is going to put their position into jeopardy. Yeah. It's like it happened in my case. And so what's going to happen is they're going to try to undermine you because they want to dominate you. And yes. because they want to hide what they cannot do. Yeah. Yeah. That's because we've been taught to do that, though. Yes, with, uh, as females, as, as young women, we are taught by our mothers who were bullied. Um, and was it bullying or was it just accepting their the life that they were told by their mothers and by their mothers that, that it goes right to. down the line? Um, my mother was very proud of being called a housewife. Um, I was shocked <laughs> at being called a housewife. Yes. So it's what we believe. I firmly believe that. Christiana, if you had the opportunity to um, have uh, the seven-year-old sitting beside you, what would you say to her? Believe in yourself and make the magic happen. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We forget, don't we, girls, we forget that, we once had childhood belief in the world. We forget that we once had an imagination and dreams and somewhere along the track those dreams and imagination gets a little bit lost and um, we forget that we have that power and strength within us mm -hmm. to do whatever we're passionate about because somewhere along the line, particularly for women and girls, Something tells us that we need to be quiet, don't speak mm. out, don't mm. tell your story. Mm. So many women still hold that thought from, I guess, childhood and a society that tells you as a woman you can't do this or you can't say that or you can't, you know, we get popped into a corner and told to be and act a certain way. And women have such powerfully wonderful intuition and a, and a higher level of understanding of things intuitive. And if we could only tap into that more and be accepted as our ability to tap into that, um, I think that we would have better conversations and that, you know, there would be better um, opportunities for women Definitely. in particular. There would be, you know, having women at the conversation at the table when we're talking about anything mm. will bring a more balanced view to the world and humanity. Christiana, um, I know that you specifically love helping uh, female entrepreneurs. Um, is it? Do you use storytelling? Is that your primary? a uh, way of helping female entrepreneurs? Yes, so that's my primary way of helping them because, and I also work with their mindset in that regard because yes. it's just people do have different understanding levels of what social media is. So some of them yes. say, you know, just posting there something and I, I have never had such clients, but what I'm saying is um, I always go through all the aspects of storytelling and explain what it is and why is it the next level of social media. 
And, you know, because social media says me, 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 you know, I'm here, visit my website, purchase this, get this, get that. Whereas storytelling does and involves actually active social media listening. So you're listening to the communities. No questions, concerns, issues, and then you you yes. position yourself out there as an expert by responding to these questions, by yeah. reflecting your why. Because people need to know, okay, who are you? Mm-hmm. you know, I was yeah. recently a study from the UK, according to which. 80 up to 90% of the blogs dedicated to weight loss offer wrong information. And so and people, unfortunately, take it for granted just because, you know, it comes from X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. But, you know, working with authentic professionals who do have a strong why, of course, they want to generate income, right? Because otherwise you would just have a hobby. Um, yes, they they have this strong sense of really delivering massive value, and by yeah. doing that, people are resonating with their story, with their why. Take mm. time to educate people because they don't know. I always do that. Yes, yes, that's crucial. They don't know, but you do. When people come to me, you know, many times they they may ask for something, but they don't even know what they're asking for because they don't know the industry. They don't understand. Yeah. And so I need to take my time to educate them. That's why I always incorporate the mindset aspect. I'm not a mindset coach, though. Yeah. I explain people how this works. Words have power. They do. So when you've... um, Sorry, Tony. Christiana, when... (laughs) (laughs) So when you've... um, When you get... Is it called fempreneurs? I find that an interesting name, fempreneurs. Because I think um, going back in whatever history I go back and we've always had these amazing women um, that have been leading yes. leading the world with their words. And even, you know, right, right back in history, there's been these amazing women. So what do you ask them? What Do you ask them what inspires them? Are they going to leave their words behind? And how are they going to do that? Are they going to do it through their actions or bringing up their children or through their lifestyle? What would you expect uh, that sort of answer from a fempreneur? So I think a fempreneur really needs to, first of all, be authentic, an authentic profession. And she needs to know what she does. She needs to know what she's doing. Um, She needs to have credentials for that to back it up. Um, and she needs to have some confidence that, you know, whatever she is providing, whatever she, or she, whatever she wants to create as service or as a product is going to have massive impact. Because if you don't believe in what you want to create, how are you expecting someone else to do it? So 
I listen to their story. I listen to their wants, right? We, we are coming back to this. And while I do that, I understand where I should start and, you know, how are we going to go about that? You know, the, the process. But these are the things that I'm expecting because that's what it means to be a entrepreneur. You're not just an yeah. entrepreneur. You are, because you see, I could have used female entrepreneur as a word, right? Because technically yeah. speaking, it would be the same thing. But I've used entrepreneur because nowadays to be a woman, it's an art itself to be a great sister, a great mother, a great wife, a great partner, incredible of what you're doing at work, making an impact. So I think incorporating these all, you are not just an entrepreneur, but you are a entrepreneur because at the same time, you are a woman. And keeping yeah. community while you are doing business, that's crucial. It is crucial. Well said. Business doesn't raise the tone of her voice, doesn't yell. You raise the quality of your arguments. You raise the quality of your standards. You learn how to negotiate contracts. I have a background in law. I mean, I haven't studied law, but I've taken a lot of law classes. So I am and where to look at in a contract and, you know, how to protect myself, but also how to protect my clients because I work a lot with healthcare. And so law is so important um, in that. So I, you know, I look up for them um, in, in that regard. Yeah. But, um, I always look at what I can do to raise my standards and the quality of the people that I surround myself with, that I work with. Oh, that's so important. Mm. I can definitely. I don't need to be a soldier, right? A military, like an army when I go to work. But I keep my community. And by doing that, I'm able to inspire other women to do the same. Last week, I was having a powerful conversation with, with Annie Gibbons. And so, you know, we were on a, on a mastermind call and she kept telling me, yeah. oh, we need to, um, you know, follow Christiana just because, you know, she keeps smiling all the time. But that is smiling <laughs> because I can be myself and I have a certain quality. Right. Absolutely. So I think that's so important as part of our lives to keep our family, to learn how to be, I mean, not to forget how to be women, because I think we know how yes. to but then we become tougher and tougher as we enter into the job market, as we enter into the corporate world. And, you know, we need to dress a certain way and we we forget to be feminine. So I, I don't yeah. want, I want to lose that because. That's part of us, right? That that's who we are. Yes, mm. I agree. Mm. What you said there, Christiana, uh, really made quite an impact. 
when you said being a female or a preneur or fempreneur is an art because it really is an art to to walk into anywhere these days um yeah i i just find a woman you know a fempreneur whether yeah she's got to be amazing in all ways but i think that's born in us we don't have to push it we don't have to think oh well i must learn that and i must learn that you know i think it's born within us we just have to tap it and and tease it out to the extent we want it to i mean there, there are some amazing females out there that um don't realize their greatness and that's sad mm. that's mm. what we need to bring out in a woman whether it be in writing digital no matter or, or just talking to them we need to bring that out Indeed. and it's not a competition either i had no. a couple of recent well, conversations with each other but we need to empower one another so yep. we need- yes okay. yes yep. we need to inspire motivate mm. each other mm. and and you know just support each other because when we do that we are creating that whole like holistic approach yes definitely love is created so we are the base of society so we need to thrive so that society is going to thrive exactly mm-hmm. you turn out to have that... all this knowledge <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think the other thing that's important to remember about about women in particular is we create human beings from cells. We we are lucky that we get to do that. So if you think that um, from a perspective of women, we get to create human beings. So why then do we not allow ourselves to create whatever it is that we're passionate about, be that a big business, be that a book, be it's all creation. And we don't, we forget that we have this amazing creative ability inherently within every woman because every woman has that capacity to grow slash create a baby and we do it unconsciously. We don't have to think about growing a baby. It happens. Um, and we forget as women that that's a power in itself. And if we translate that into life and business, we can create anything that we dr- that we can dream of, and exactly. we can create that without with some conscious action. But there could be a lot of unconscious stuff that allows us to free flowingly create that life that we want. Christiana, I know you've got um, a special offer. I just wondered if you could quickly tell the audience today about your little special offer of um, a 30-minute consultation. What will people get? So what I just want to do is to serve. Um, Like I always say, um, serving is my passion. So um, I would like to offer a free 30-minute consultation with me which means, you know, whoever um, needs help in crafting their message um, from a storytelling perspective, um, 
So they're going to be able to, you know, generate patients and, and clients, you know, for their businesses. You know, I, I'm able yeah. to offer that um, so I can guide, um, you know, in, in that uh, in that direction. So I'm super excited about that. It's, um, it's so fulfilling because, you know, there is definitely no way I can, um, you know, help everybody, but um, at least yes. I offer, you know, 30 minutes so I can guide them um, in, on the right direction that is going to help them thrive in, in investments um, and have yeah. more um, and happy, happy life altogether because the moment your business is taking off, your life is thriving because you have, you know, not just a steady income, but you feel that whatever you're doing is working. And so you become happier. Yes. And all of a sudden you're going to become healthier as well. So it's, you know, they go hand in hand. I was going to say, Christiana, just tapping back into your um, background in in health, um, uh, over the course of my journey, realising that uh, unhealed trauma, et cetera, et cetera, can all be linked to physical symptoms within our body and um, that my health has been so much better once I started following what I was meant, my life path. And knowing yes. what that was and following what that was, my health. So uh, in the background, I've, I had chronic aggressive rheumatoid arthritis, which is completely debilitating and uh, kept me bedridden. But once I started to find out wh- what I should be doing, where I should be, how I should be in life, I started to get better. So there's lots of those links between our health presentations, our mind, our body, and our life path. And Christiana, if you can help people on a 30-minute call to just start to follow what that might look like for them and start to create that life that they might want, Mm -hmm. the more people that we have living from an inspirational um, and following their pathway, the better world we're going to have. We can tackle all of those big problems we can end a whole range of things we can bring about equality all of those things if people were all living their passion indeed without the competition and also absolutely wanted to bring up something else um when we look you know in social media at various you know social media accounts you know influencers yeah, them, you know, are not so authentic. And okay. I want to bring up one thing. The moment we lie, you know, we may say things without being able to prove it just because, you know, we want profit, we want to, our business to grow. Yes. And we want yes. To faster. That is going to make us sick as well because that's going to make us stressed. So it's not the stress, yes. oh my God, I'm trying to see like a constructive stress. What can I do to grow my business? But it's, it's the stress that comes from the brain because the brain knows that you are hiding the truth. You are lying. Yeah. Then yeah. you need to create a scenario for yourself to get you out yeah. of trouble. And then the moment the, the respective lie is discovered, Mm. Yeah. The brain needs to create another scenario to cover that. And so lie yeah. after lie after lie after lie. 
You cannot mm. imagine what stress does to our scalp. So the yeah. scalp is going to become so tense. Yes. So we, I mean, people really develop what is called TMJ, temporal mandibular joint syndrome, yes. which yeah. means that all they side is so yes. And guess what? You see this side, right? Of, of, um, yeah. Yes, exactly. So here it's a gland that produces our saliva. That yeah. is so tense. That is not going to produce saliva anymore. And that's going yeah. to develop over time, of course, not in a day or two. But it's, over time, it's going to develop cancer. Mm. So, oh, Christiana, we're down to the last minute, my love. Oh my <laughs> we're God. down to the last minute. <laughs> oh, no, it goes really quickly. Um, lying and you know, um, sickness as well. So it's so important to be honest and open. That was my point. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Girls, we are um, fast running out of time. I want to quickly remind our audience to jump on and connect with Christiana. We have a link in the live LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube channels. If you can't find it on there, then jump on to RadioTony.com, look for our guests, and you will find the link to Christiana's free 30-minute consultation. Kez, you gorgeous girl, thank you so much for co-hosting the show with me again today. Christiana, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate your insights. Um, we will be on a public holiday again next week, but we are going to do a replay show. <laughs> so we won't be live like, uh, next week. We'll be um, on a pre-record. Christiana, Kez, thank you so much. This is A Conversation with Kez, and I'm your host, Tony Lottis. We will see you next time. Bye for now, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.